This is Keeping Curious, the Genius Shared podcast where each week Liz Strauss or Jane Boyd meets with host Gigi Peterkin to discuss business, life, and all things Genius Shared. Hi, everybody. Uh, this week I'm back talking with Jane. Hello, Jane. How are you? Hello, Gigi. I am very well. I'm good. I love talking with these genius shared folks. Everybody's always in such a great space. It must be something to do with uh, with that community and sharing your genius because I know when I'm cranky, even if I come to the call cranky, I talk to you and Liz and you're so positive. It makes me feel great. So here's to sharing positivity today yeah, on our podcast. Yeah. Positivity is a good thing. It's a good thing. It really is a good thing. I guess, again, the stories we tell ourselves, right? I could tell myself mm-hmm. a negative story or a positive story. It's going gonna, it's gonna to change my day. So, Absolutely. So we've, we've been a little focused, but I think rightly so, because of the, the recent publication of, of anything that you put your mind to. Our, our last few conversations have been focused there. And, and I do want to indulge it just a little bit longer because, um, you know, the book has just so recently come out and it's been such an exciting culmination of a journey, you know, for, for each of you, for you and for Liz from two different perspectives. Um, I kind of wanted to sit and talk about, um, one of the things I found really unique about this book was the structure, just, just visually the way it's structured. There's a lot going on, you know, not only is there a lot going on inside Alice's head, but I guess just like with all of us throughout the day, you know, you've got things that remind you of things. You kind of maybe come up with a sarcastic comment that you sort of say out of the corner of your mouth when something happens. And, and you guys have come up with a a way to, to structure that and give us as readers some visual cues. So the asides, those little sarcastic comments are actually, or insightful comments. They're not always sarcastic. There's a, there's a combination of things going on in the asides for sure. Right. Um, you're right. Sometimes they're very much insights. Sometimes they're, you know, they are, you know, there's a little bit of sort of witty cleverness, um, you know, just mm-hmm. a little bit of sarcasm woven in there yeah. for sure within, within the asides. Yeah. The asides have that little bit of, of what Liz calls her kind of her smart ass humor, which, which I think is fun, but I love that they're even, they're even typeset a little bit over to the side and they're in these gray boxes and they sort of, take you out of the story just a little bit for a pause to let you know that it's something else other than the main narrative. Um, whereas the, the flashbacks have the little, um, I don't forget what those little symbols, but just that little kind of curly cue. And then the italics again, takes you out and lets you know, how did you guys come to that as an idea for giving us readers some cues? Well, I, I think, um, because, you're right, this book has a lot going on in it, right? So Mm -hmm. in order to be able to differentiate between, you know, the different, the different things that are going on, whether it is an aside or whether it's a flashback, you know, the flashback is, is a story at some point that Alice is telling herself, you know, of something from her past, Um, you know, and that's very different than, like we said, the asides, which are more witty comments or, actually, you know, really brilliantly smart, you know, insights that you can just go, oh my gosh, like that just makes so much sense when you read it. But of course, those things are happening at the same time that there's a story playing out, right? So 
if if there hadn't been sort of those visual cues along the way, I think it would have been confusing for the reader, right? Um, because it'd be hard to differentiate between, you know, what was a story or what, you know, each of the different things, right? Um, so it, it these signposts really um, make a difference, I think, but not in a way, and I mean, you know, definitely, I know he'll probably talk with Liz a little bit about this too at some point, but it was very important for her. And one of the things that, again, in my role as a story editor, trying to put myself in the place of the reader, you know, we didn't, she, she very much didn't want us to interrupt the flow of the story. Right. So we didn't want it to be the same as, you know, how in a book where maybe there's a quotable quote that's set off on a sidebar. Right. And and you're kind of going over there and looking at that. And that's very separate. You know, this isn't that the these these are everything that's going on. um, It's all part of the story, part of the particular moment in the story. Yet, you know, they're they're just a little bit separated too. So it we had to do it in a way and work with the designer in a way to arrive at a place that felt good, right? If it, it worked for the story, um, you know, it, it worked for Liz as the author, it worked for, you know, me from the story editing perspective, and most importantly, for the reader, right? That the reader would have a really positive experience as they go through um, and and read the book. Yeah, I was I was struck when reading it and I, I think as people as people pick it up and read it too that it wasn't an interrupting thing at all. It was it was a very helpful thing. Not something that I'd seen a lot of, you know, certainly not a convention I'd seen adopted or even need to be adopted, but yet not disturbing, not jarring, didn't take me out. So kudos to you guys for coming up with this method to clue us in along the way. Well, I, I mean, I'll, I'll just, you know, I have to give Liz credit here where credit is completely due because, you know, she's the author of this book. And so, you know, the, the very fact that that the way the book is written and, and the way that she wanted to convey these particular things and have them incorporated into the story yet separate, I, I mean, she very much knew that as she was writing the book, right? I mean, so... Um, I think then you get, you, you can step outside of even outside of the story editor role and, and you can talk about then like the design perspective, right? Like in, mm-hmm. in the design of the book and the structure of the book, you know, that's a whole other conversation almost in terms of, okay, how do you, you know, how do you make sure that all of it works from a design perspective too? So the, there were a lot of elements to really bring together in a way that, like you say, it doesn't interrupt you. and you just you are still enjoying the flow of the story um, mm-hmm. and getting the value of all of the different things that are there. Yeah, definitely. And and so one of the asides that that I know stood out for you um, that we talked about earlier was on page one eighteen, and this is just an example, just for those of you who haven't had a chance to read yet of of what we're talking about. Um, there's this aside that says the easiest way to tell if someone likes you is by how much you genuinely like that someone. If you very much enjoy someone's company, it's highly unlikely they don't enjoy yours. We tend to like people who like us. We think that they have really good taste. We think they're smart too. You know, again, I, I can hear Liz say that, but it also reminded me a little bit of that genius shared community. Yeah, I, I mean, I that 
quote really stood out to me, you know, those, those um, words. I, I think that they just really, you know, they spoke to something that I think I, I really felt when I became, you know, part of what was then Sobcon community, what has now grown into the junior shared community. And, and you know, it, to me, I, I'm such a firm believer in, it, you know, it's all about the people that you surround yourself with, right? And um, when you're trying to really develop genuine relationships with people, you know, it goes both ways. Like, if if I genuinely like you, you know, I mean, it, there's just so much wisdom in that. Because if I genuinely like you, you know, you're genuine. Like, we're genuinely liking one another, right? Mm-hmm. If 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 we're not doing that, then there's something about that relationship that probably doesn't work. So it's it's sort of you know it's that attraction part, right? You you attract together, but I think that when you genuinely see someone and like them for who they are, it, it just, you know, and then you can figure out very quickly that your values are aligned. Like you can get to doing things, collaborating. I mean, if we're talking about business relationships, like so many things can just come from that, right? Um, it's really good to have those mm-hmm. kinds of relationships in your life where, where you, you really like the people who are, are around you. And you keep attracting them. And, and I just love the idea of, you know, we always talk about it from our perspective of ourself, but to sit and say, well, we think they have good taste. So therefore, yeah. <laughs> we like them too. I, I liked the humor in that. Um, when we talk about relationships and community, I, I want to take a step a little bit over to the side. I think one of the communities that you're most known for online were the 45 conversations mm-hmm. that you had. And, you know, you, you, you've built community around those conversations. But I'm curious, and this is, this is a little bit, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Okay. Um, but, but now that you've read this book and you sort of have these different threads that go through your head, would you do those 45 conversations differently, knowing what you, you know, know from, from reading this book? So, wow, okay. Um, I think, I mean, for people who don't know <laughs> what the 45 conversations were, um, mm-hmm. you know, let's just, let's just say that first, because then I can explain maybe how I would do them differently. So, I mean, the 45 conversations, they, there's something that I decided to do um, actually on my 45th birthday, right? It was a gift that I gave myself and actually it was to get over fear that I had about, um, using video in the online space. It was right around the time that, you know, Google plus hangouts on air, um, came on Mm -hmm. and I decided that I would do a run of 45 conversations for my 45th birthday. Had no idea who I was going to do them with, but just, dove in and and started to find people that I would have conversations with. Um, And I had this amazing experience of conversations. And and I'm happy to say that Liz was my 45th conversation, right? And I I intentionally left her to the end because, um, you know, by the time that I was doing the conversations and had got to the point of doing the conversations, you know, I, I felt that Liz and I had had a, you know, a strong relationship, friendship, growing collaborative sort of relationship. And she had really influenced and impacted me in a lot of ways. And I felt mm-hmm. helped me find my voice, you know, was definitely a very big part of helping me find my voice. Mm-hmm. So 
what would I do differently? I mean, I think what I would do differently now would be that, you know, I don't know, like you say that I get deep, right? I, and, and I have to be careful sometimes mm -hmm. not to get too deep, but I think it's easier for me to confidently, you know, it, it, um, I was pushing through fear during all of those conversations. It was, for me, it was about pushing through mm -hmm. fear. Um, I don't think I would be so fearful now, right? I, I mean, well, I wouldn't be because that's something that is very much behind me. Um, and in terms of other aspects of what I would do differently, I, I probably would just be able to go deeper with people. Mm -hmm. Is there anybody that you wanted to ask to have a conversation with, but maybe you shied away from from making the ask who you would approach now? I, d I don't know, you know, because, I, I mean, certainly there were people that I asked, uh, and I was absolutely delighted with, you know, the, all of the people who, part I, I mean, participate. They were all, like, incredible mm -hmm. human beings, and I learned so much from every single one of them. Um, I, th I think it, it, it would be in terms of the ask, right? I was... I quietly, like, and I mean, it's okay to quietly, but I really quietly asked, right? Like, I wasn't, it, it, I, I, I didn't feel um, necessarily confidently comfortable to say to the world, hey, this is what I'm doing, even though I said that. But, but I didn't have that kind of, I don't know, strength of conviction behind the ask, I guess. So now, I, I mean... I, I can't name a name and say, oh, I would have asked this person or I would feel comfortable to ask them. But I, I feel like the ask would come from a different place now. It, and, you know, and yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll have to do another run. I didn't know if there was if there would be even anything you would do differently. I just was kind of curious how that all melded yeah, together. Yeah. I mean, um Maybe, maybe another run at some point. Who knows? I mean, we had, I had a lot of fun with them. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can tell you, I mm -hmm. ended up with 27 hours of conversation <laughs> from people in, in, people in seven different countries, right? Um, and, uh, you know, we, we could do, we could do a, a run of them in the Genius Share community, right? I, I've often mm -hmm. thought about that. So, so that would be interesting. Yeah, that's, that is an interesting, an interesting thought. How do you... You know, how have people in the Genius Shared community reacted to um, to this book coming out? You know, what conversations have you had with folks um, inside of Genius Shared about anything you put your mind to? Um, the conversations that I have had with people have, you know, they've ranged in so many different ways. But I think that, you know, the if, you know, if I can sum it up in sort of... Um, a three-letter word that I consistently hear, it, it's just like, wow. Like, like you know, people mm -hmm. just read it. And I don't know if it's that, it, you know, in, in some cases um, they didn't quite know what to expect because, you know, often there's this, there's this discussion of, well, this isn't, this isn't really a business book. I mean, I would argue and say, gosh, there's a whole lot of, you know, there's a whole lot of leadership. and But, you know, this it, it's not a business book, but it is, but it's not, right? So, yeah, I, I think, you know, I've heard something said several times. In fact, I think you said it in, in um, the last episode when we were talking, Gigi. And, you know, it was about how some people have described when they read anything you put your mind to that, it's like having a conversation with Liz, 
right? And so, mm-hmm. I, I mean, lots of folks will know who are listening to this, and maybe, you know, if, if you don't know, but Liz was away from the online space for a long time. You know, she had an epic mm-hmm. battle with cancer to save her life. And, you know, and she was successful and she is here. But in order to, you know, go through that and go through her recovery mm-hmm. and, you know, she had to completely step back from the online space. And one of the right. things that I know, you know, completely is that she was incredibly missed during that time, right? Because um, her wisdom, you know, her sunrises that, that rise on, on mm-hmm. Twitter and Instagram every morning, you know, and now on Facebook, like that absence, you know, just of, of who she is was so missed mm-hmm. in the community. And I think in terms of this book, this is like, you know, this is about, the book is about Alice, you know, and Larry and the dog and this beautiful mm-hmm. adventure, but uh, you know, unquestionably, this is like having a conversation with Liz. And so I think that it, it, people are feeling, you know, this is, this is like putting Liz in a book. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's just helping people to feel like feel her presence, right. Which is so valued mm-hmm. by so many people in the community. Yeah. And that's really what makes it so much more than, than a business book. You know, it, it's a parable, I guess, that if you're used to Liz talking to you about business and entrepreneurship, you can apply to that, but you can apply it to so many different places of your life and relate to it. You know, if you've never had the entrepreneurial itch, it will still speak to you in volumes. Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a book for anyone who's in transition in their life, right? Like that is going through change that's seeking change that, you know, it's, it, it, it I mean, but it's more than that too, right? So it's, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's a conversation and it, and, and like many conversations it you know, has so many different layers and different meanings that people can, can pick up and think about. Um, I wanted to ask you about a chapter and a, and a specific notion in this chapter of this book and it's called the 65th mm-hmm. crayon. Um, and, and there's a, there's a, uh, paragraph on page 266. Um, you know, this is Alice, Alice and Larry are having a, a conversation inside her head. And she says, I don't often feel pleased with myself. I've spent most of my life feeling like the 65th crayon in a box of 64. That one that's the wrong size to fit the sharpener. The one that when you do get it to go in, it never quite gets the point like the others do. In fact, it usually breaks off in the sharpener and ruins the sharpener for all the rest. Um, tell me about a time when you've sort of felt like the 65th crayon. I think we all have, you know. Yeah, uh, so, gosh, when haven't I felt like that? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's you know, like, when haven't I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, and again, that, you know, just hearing you read that reminds me again of all the reasons why I love this book so much right because mm-hmm. it's it, you know I think about it and I think who hasn't felt like that because I know that I've felt like that so often um in so many moments I mean there almost there isn't a day that doesn't go by that I don't I mean you're sort of talking about that sort of 
sense of belonging and feeling like you're in the right place at the right time, you know, doing the right things. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, that just, that stuff can just sneak up on you, right? In so many different ways, all, all over mm -hmm. again. But I guess the thing is, the, the difference is now that I really view that, you know, this is about the stories we tell ourselves, right? And so it's like, mm -hmm. sure, I can feel like that in a moment, but it, it, it doesn't mean that I don't have a right to be where I am, that I don't belong in my own way, like that I'm not bringing my own, you know, like who I am to the table, wherever that table is, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that that's the power of, you know, deciding the stories that decide, decide our lives, right? It, you know, mm -hmm. I, I know that, yes, I can feel like that in those moments. And thank goodness there's places that I can go and read and totally identify like in this mm -hmm. book and, and, and get that somebody else gets that. Um, but I also know that I, I, you know, I can acknowledge it, but it, it, it's not, it, it doesn't hold power over me, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it reminded me when I read that a little bit of a, a community that we've both spent time in, um, which is the, you know, AJ and, and Melissa Leon's community of misfits, um, which could be a whole it other could, right? <laughs> conversation yeah. in and of itself. But there is a lovely conference in Fargo, North Dakota for the last several years where it feels like a bunch of 65th crowns get together and bring who they are to the table. And it was just really kind of how I, I overlaid, you know, a tagline for misfit con, which would be, you know, the meeting of the 65th crowns. <laughs> yes, very true. Right. But I mean, there's some irony into that because, um, I, you know, I will tell you that the very first time that I met AJ and Melissa Leon was at the exact same time when I, you know, when I met Liz and, and, you know, and it, it was at, um, a SOBCON event and AJ and Melissa were there speaking and I was so blown away just by who they are as human beings and, and you know the good work that they are doing in their own sort of creative way but the fascinating thing mm -hmm. is I, and, I, and I can specifically remember this the first conversation that I had with AJ um, you know we were out in sort of a the coffee area you know getting coffee and muffins or something in the morning and I remember mm -hmm. having this conversation and it was I mean it probably was fine but in my head the story I was telling myself was that I wasn't you know I wasn't good enough to have the conversation I wasn't smart enough I, I you know I mean god you, you know I, I was like you know just like none of the right things in that moment all the stories I was telling myself were not okay and yet, mm. gosh, you know, now here we go. We go to Fargo and I mean, AJ and Melissa are good friends. Mm -hmm. You know, they, I mean, AJ wrote a beautiful testimonial for, um, you know, um, anything you put your mind to, uh, you know, and, and I have Liz to thank, right? For introducing, mm -hmm. introducing me to AJ and Melissa. And, and, you know, if it wasn't for all of that, gosh, Gigi, you and I wouldn't be friends, right? So. There's all right, these incredible right. things that happen. Um, but again, it's we've got to let go of these stories that we tell ourselves that are not okay. Mm -hmm. Or in the moments when we do tell ourselves those stories, you know, sometimes just push yourself through, right? Push yourself through, be brave, right? And that's what I was in that moment. I was brave. You know, I was brave to push myself through. I was brave mm -hmm. to 
to, you know, just to begin to reframe the stories. But I didn't even know I was reframing stories at that point. I just knew something. Right. I had to change something. Have you ever told AJ that story about the story you were telling yourself during that conversation? I do not believe AJ and I have had that conversation yet. So, you know, maybe we'll just send him the wow. podcast and then that'll be a glass of wine story in Fargo, right? <laughs> that could be a glass of wine story. I might have to show up with my microphone, though, while that story is <laughs> being told, because I think it would be very interesting yeah. to play back. Um so we've we've had a lot of you know we've touched on a few things we've touched on um genius shared and of course we've touched on anything you put your mind to so my question for you ms jane boyd is what is next you know all these there's all these great accomplishments and and good things that are you know in the recent not so distant past but what's next what's next wow um so many things i think you know and 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 Bringing, you know, working with Liz um, to, you know, bring anything you put your mind to, to publication, you know, was, as I've said, you know, just a joy, a lot of hard work, a huge amount of learnings. Um, but to me, it, it opens the door for so many new conversations, right? And, and so many of them around, obviously around the stories we tell ourselves, but just at this new level, mm -hmm. right, in this new way. And... And, and we have the book now is this sort of incredible place that, I mean, it, to me, it's like it's, it's a new campfire, right, that we can build conversation and, 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 and things around. So what's next? I, you know, I, I see a retreat. Liz and I, you know, working on a retreat for Genius Shared. I, I you see many more things that are starting to happen in the Genius Shared community in terms of more collaboration, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and supporting the genius that exists, you know, throughout the community of Genius Shared, you know, supporting one another and bringing that genius out, right, in our businesses, in our lives. Um, it, I have a suspicion there's a few more books that are coming, too. Something mm -hmm. tells me that, yeah. That would be great. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll see one from you. Yeah, I, 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 I think that could happen. I do think that could happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think there's a story in there, yeah. Well, Liz Liz also mentioned something about the retreat, and I, I'm a very, um, I'm an advocate for that. That sounds amazing. Sign me <laughs> yes. up. So I don't even, you know, <laughs> I think that would be great to have a retreat based around that. I th that yeah, I mean, that would be very it would cool. be very cool and um having been now in multiple you know i mean initially sobcon events then you know genius shared um and just knowing what goes on in a room you know that has some liz strauss wisdom combined with the magic and brilliance of the community uh gosh anything you put your mind to mm -hmm. can happen in a room like that and so I, it's, it's important yeah. to both of us, I think, that we can get to, we wanted to get the book, you know, here and, and brought to life. And I, I think bringing people together around the book and, you know, around all of that is, it's really important to both of us, right? Because I know, I know, I know what can happen when we change the stories. I mean, I, I mean, everyone lives it in their own way, but I know the difference that it's made for me. Like it's, it's just, mm -hmm. it's, I can't, I mean, I can't even express it. it's my everything, mm -hmm. right? That I've, I was able to change wow. those stories. 
So I want more opportunities for people to be able to do that too. And and speaking of more opportunities, I guess people who who are maybe coming to us, um, coming to this podcast without really knowing much about about Genius Shared. You guys do put out a newsletter every week that you know features some some writings and some um, wisdom from you and from Liz. Uh, how can people subscribe to that so they can sort of stay on top of what's coming next? Uh, for sure, the easiest way to do that is to visit a successful blog. Um, which is the home of Genius Shared. It's sort of the online home. It's the hub of everything that's going on. Um, so that would be successful-blog.com. And Liz and I both write on there. Um, Rosemary O'Neill, you know, is... Um, we have just an amazing array of, of people who write. Yeah. Um, you know, successful blog is, you know, the, the blog that so many things grew out of. I mean, it's where SobCon came from. I mean, Liz... Mm-hmm. It, it's an it's a, just a wealth of resources and and incredible posts and stories and all kinds of things. So, yeah, go and sign up. You know, sign up for the newsletter. Um, we share, as you say, um, news every week, but increasingly more news about the community. We're going deeper into different aspects mm-hmm. of the book, um, and of course everything related to any retreats and, and things like that will all be in there. Yeah, it's going to be the, the first place to find out, I guess, what's coming yes, next. Yes, absolutely. So I encourage everyone, if you're not already subscribed, it really is, um, you know, of all the things that can hit your inbox each week, it's definitely one of the ones worth reading and, and checking out. So check out Successful Blog. And as is now become our custom to end our podcast, what would you suggest our audience put their mind to this week as we think about anything you put your mind to? I think that uh, I would go almost right back to the beginning of where we started here, um, which really is about who are you surrounding yourself with, right? Who are the people that you have around you that, um, you know, that you genuinely like and they genuinely like you too, right? Um Put your mind to that and think about who's who it is that is there for you. And if you need to change some of that up, change some of it up, right? Surround yourself mm-hmm. with, with the right people that, that you really like and, and that like you. And gosh, incredible things can happen. That is some very sage wisdom and advice. So I think, um, I think I'm going to focus on that this week. Thanks for that. That sounds oh, good. Thank you, Gigi. It's always a delight to talk to you. It's been fun, Jane. Until next time. And until next time, guys, we'll see you. So uh, take care. Bye. Keeping Curious, featuring Liz Strauss and Jane Boyd, is a product of Genius Shared and Genius Shared Press, produced by Genius Shared, hosted and edited by Gigi Peterkin. To learn more about Genius Shared products, including the Keeping Curious podcast, visit Successful-Blog.com.